0: Thank you. And welcome to Sox on Tap. Uh, I am Jeff I'm joined today by Patrick Misky. It's your Sox on Tap debut, Patrick. Unfortunately, we're talking about a White Sox loss.
1: Yeah, go figure. You know, we, we're probably going to be recapping plenty of White Sox losses this season. So, you know, we might as well start out with a loss and we'll ease our way in and we'll just get used to it. Yeah, I was lucky. So when I came on Tuesday night, my first one, uh, I was
0: talking about a winner. I actually did it when I got home from the ballpark. So that was actually surprising. I was surprised that it ended up like that. Um, but anyway, today, final ended up being 9-7. to seven. Tigers took the game over the White Sox. Carson Fulmer credited with the loss. Verhagen for Detroit gets the win. There's a couple of bright spots today. You get home runs from... Eloy Jimenez, Ryan Cordell, who was just called up today and Wellington Castillo. He had a big one late to tie it up in that eighth inning for the White Sox. Um, But other than that, Patrick, what's glaring out to you at the top of that uh, box score there?
1: Yeah, so uh, we got top of the order going 0 for 15 today. Uh, You're probably not going to win too many ball games when you go 0 for 15 in your one through three. You know. I think when you lose these type of games, I think it's okay when your building blocks are doing things. So it's nice to see the Eloy home run, but Mancada kind of going 0-5, that's not ideal. 0-5 with two Ks today, especially when you got him in that two hole. You just need more production. And then clearly something is wrong with Jose Abreu, and hopefully uh, he gets that figured out. But yeah, uh, not great.
0: Yeah, not great,
1: Bob, as we like
0: to say. So uh, along with that, like you said, the top of the order there going cold, you need those guys to step up and produce uh, run-wise. But the Sox did end up scoring seven runs in this game. So it wasn't like the offense was absent. It wasn't like one of those games at New York where you get one hit and make CC Sabathia look like his you know uh, younger self. So at least they put up some runs there. But then you talk about you know you score that many runs, you should expect to win a ballgame. No, not with this bullpen. So even Ivanova started, started, uh, ended up with six runs, all of them earned, only struck out three through six and a third innings. And then you got Calvin Herrera, only pitched two and a third, gave two hits, uh, one run, it was earned, and walked a guy. And then Carson Fulmer, who was credited with the loss, one inning, uh, one hit, two runs, both earned, and struck out one to – and that eighth there but uh it, it it's here we go again with the bullpen um it seems like you know same shit different day pretty much is that's is that the vibe that you're getting
1: yeah and it's so t- i want to go two things i want to say even you look at nova and he gave up the six the runs and on the surface it's like jesus christ you know this guy i think you know not a great start for him this season but the fact that he pitched into the seventh inning, silver lining, beautiful. We ain't getting a whole lot of that this year. So, yeah, he gave up six runs. But ultimately, if you would have got a good outing from the bullpen, it would have surprisingly been enough to win. Uh, even Kelvin Herrera, who I think that was the first run he gave up this year. Uh, so that's that was like one of your maybe two guys in that bullpen, him and Calame, that you can rely on. And he didn't even give it to you today. Uh, Carson Fulmer. I he looked good in that first outing he had, but I don't. I don't think. Are you surprised that Carson Fulmer is the one that's walking away with the loss today? Uh, no, I'm not. So there was a play. Uh, a little bit later, there's actually two plays that
0: are kind of questionable today. Actually, both of them were hit by pitches, and the one since you brought up Fulmer there, uh, ended up being in that eighth inning, and it was Harrison for Detroit that squared around a bunt. And the ball comes in. It was, it was a pitch inside, but he's pulling back as the pitch is coming towards him. And then you hear this pop, and then he's spinning around, shaking his hand. Oh, my God, it hurts so bad. And, okay, the ump calls it right away, hit by pitch, take your base. But he's still down there with the trainer getting looked at. And they do the replay full speed so you can hear the sound in real time. And it for sure hit bat. I mean, like I, I th- right before we went on, Patrick, I told you that would have been a absolutely shattered hand wrist. I don't even think a finger bone could make that type of noise, the baseball hitting it. So it for sure, it caught some of the bat. So um, that was something that ended up not being reviewed. Um, I don't know, just stuff like that. It's like we need everything that we can get here, and uh, it doesn't help when a play like that goes against us you know not in our favor and then and then another one too uh, this one kind of irked everyone was a very blatant jacoby jones leaning into a pitch he stuck his elbow out he turned his head back and looked towards the umpire stuck his elbow out and it was kind of like the way he was looking back at the umpire like haha yeah you're gonna give this to me um patrick did you see the gif at all of that no i didn't did you tweet it out uh, yeah, I did. But it, it is like so blatant. And then, you know, what, of course, happens right after that is Castellanos comes up, hits a double that run scores. Um, you know, the the thing about a call like that when they just give it to him immediately and there's no question about it. It is literally right in front of the umpire's eyes, like from where he's like, you know, doing his crouch yeah. right behind the catcher it's right at eye level because, it, yeah, it's right at eye level because the pitch was high. And his elbow gets stuck out right in
1: front of him. So, I mean, that just grinds my gears to go Peter Griffin mode here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, that pitch is about chin high, but now looking, now looking at your GIF, it's right over the plate. I mean, how do you, I mean, at some point, because I was thinking, uh, my, my stance on the first one that we're talking about is those are the kind of things that'll go both ways and you're going to get them. Sometimes you're not going to get them other times and you just have to come over them. But this one, yeah. I mean, that ball is borderline line over the plate. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a so, tough one.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and you know what the thing is, it's, that's just like it, You know, we say that's so White Sox. That's what it is. Something like that happens. You know, we don't get a double play ground ball right after that. No, of course not. It's an RBI double right right off the bat. And that's the run that comes around to score. So unfortunate outcome for the White Sox today. Uh, I did like seeing Eloy hit a home run. So we will leave with a positive there. Um, And then I guess another another positive here, since we're going to get into the preview of tomorrow's game a little bit here, uh, is that Carlos Rodon is on the mound against a Tigers lineup like this, I would expect a lot of strikeouts. He's already got 29 on the year. Um, What are you
1: expecting from Lowe's tomorrow? Yeah, you know, it's looking more and more like Carlos Rodon's that guy that the Sox are going to lean on, which is nice, which is nice. We've been waiting for that. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, So, yeah, as for tomorrow, this Tigers lineup is nothing to, you know, be scared of. So I would expect Rodon to go out there, hopefully give you a solid six innings, maybe a couple run work, strike up plenty of guys, because uh, you can't go into Detroit and lose the first two games of the series. You can't do it. They're not a good team. So I think if you want anyone on the bump for tomorrow, it's Carlos Rodon. So, you know, they're going to lean on him and and hopefully with this bullpen that he can at least just stay in the game pretty long.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about, you know, you don't want to go into Detroit and lose the first two games. Obviously you never want to do that no matter what team you're playing in a four game weekend series like this. But I think it's even more important now that Irvin Santana is a starter for Saturday. So, you know, you want, you need, <laughs> you need an, a start from Rodan. We got to get an, a start tomorrow. Um, good news for the white Sox going up against Jordan Zimmerman. He is 0 to, uh, 4.29 ERA only has 15 strikeouts on the year. So, um, you know, one thing that I'm looking at here is we talk about Jose Abreu being in a little bit of a slump here. Uh, Jose Abreu hits 435 against Zimmerman for his career in 23 at-bats, and he's got two home runs, eight RVIs against him. So um, I had called it on Shy Sox weekly last night, so I'm going to stick to my guns here and say that Jose Abreu gets it going uh, tomorrow. Who is your pick-to-click for tomorrow?
1: You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. We talked about it earlier. He went 0 for 5 today if he's in the lineup tomorrow. I'm going to go Mancada. Um, he we've we've seen we've seen up and down from Mankata so far this year quite a bit. I think he I think he's in this point where he's a bounce back guy. So we're gonna, I think we're gonna see the bounce back tomorrow. Um, he is he is something around one for thirteen lifetime off uh, <laughs> off Jordan Simerson. So maybe that's not a great pick. But I'm, I'm you know I'll stick with it there. I'm gonna go Mankata. Um, I think he'll turn it around. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the thing that you on Mankata this
0: year is the approach is just so much better. So oh, um, th- that, that, in itself, I-, I think it gives him a lot more confidence. I feel like, you know, the looking strikeouts last year just had to weigh the on grease. him so heavily yeah. um, that that is just something that I've noticed this year. And you can tell he just seems he's never really all that animated. I'd say there's very few moments when he is, but from an, you know, just an internal thinking sort of standpoint, um, uh, you you got to think that had weighed on him before. And now some of that weight is off his shoulders that and along with not, you know, having that top prospect hype uh, that he kind of had chasing him from 2017 when he broke into the league on to, you know, last year because you get the MLB pipeline that wants to, you know, be up on you and give updates on your every move. Uh, what would you have for breakfast today? You know, that kind of right. stuff. So, yeah, you know, um,
1: evil, kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off of him, which is nice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He does. Um, so th- that's about all we've got. Um, I'm expecting White Sox winner tomorrow. Carlos Ferdinand on the bump. So that's all we got for Sox on Tap today. Uh, we are now finally on Spotify and Radio Public, coming to iTunes very soon. So thank you again for tuning in. This was Sox on Tap brought to you by On Tap Sports.